0: Well, I'm delighted to have you in studio with somebody who approached us uh, by email. We have people, you know, who will call us with questions. and uh, But every now and then we get somebody who says, you know, I got something that I think you folks will be interested in. And Michael Rometty is with us. He is uh, styled himself as the frugal computer guy. Mike, thanks so much for being with us. Hang in a second. I'm going to press a button there and make sure oh, you get yeah. on the radio with us.
1: <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks, Foster.
0: Michael, so much, so good to have you. You're from the Detroit area.
1: I grew up here, yeah, in Birmingham, and I live in Farmington Hills right now.
0: And by the way, with you in studio is your wife, Milia. Milia, thank you very much for being here. Yeah. Delighted to have you. And also, Juliana. Juliana's yep. here. She's on the floor. Future technician. How old is how old is Juliana? She is four. Four years old. Well, yeah. Mike, you set up this website called the Frugal Computer Guy. Uh, it looks like as a way of helping people in particular to get hold of free technology and also to tell them how to use that kind of thing. But tell me where it began for you. Uh,
1: <clears throat> well, actually, it started off a long time ago as like a, a DVD project. Uh, I wanted to make a JavaScript program with my nephew, who was eight at the time, and I got this DVD from the library, and it was horrible, and I thought, I can do a better job than this. So I started making the DVD, or I designed the whole DVD Mm -hmm. and made two DVDs, and then realized I had nowhere to sell it. So (laughs) I decided I was going to be a podcast, and I started this webpage, and then I had, uh, I realized I was really unorganized, so I thought I should learn how to organize my computer uh-huh. and I, I wanted to add that to the page i can't do this to a learn javascript page so i had to change the name and in the afternoon i just switched it to uh the cheap con- the frugal computer guy <laughs> and i i started with the organizing your computer page on two here oh, you wow. know some ideas on there that's great
0: so your idea was initially for yourself just how to organize things for your computer. And and I, to share with other people. And to yeah. share with other people. And I yeah. think that's what I love so much, Mike, about what you've done here. When you look at the site, and by the way, folks, go to internetadvisor.net and you can click off to the frugalcomputerguy.com and then you'll see kind of the genius of what Mike has done. You want to help people like our listeners just learn in simple steps how to use some things that people may feel kind of overwhelmed by.
1: Yeah, because uh, when I opened some of this, I heard, oh, there's this great free software out there and I'd, I'd open it And I didn't know what to do next. I Uh, thought somebody should create a uh, some kind of website that explains this for simple steps that from the very beginning and get into some of the more advanced topics too. So okay, so you started out with organizing
0: with your computer with a frugal computer guy, right? Yeah,
1: and then backups and actually listening to your show, one of these was right out of your show. Uh, Let me come down. Go ahead. You can go ahead. It's the the toolkit. Uh, no, it was the system restore tool oh, because yes, you were always Eddie, getting Eddie. calls on people with viruses, and you would tell them, do a restore, do a restore. And mm-hmm. I didn't really know how to do it, so that's one of, the, one of my videos it. out there, one of my first videos.
0: I yeah. love it. Very cool. So this is not just, to, to explain to people, when you go to the Fugle Computer Guy, you're going to get uh, a link not only to uh, sites where you can get content, et cetera, but mm-hmm. you also go to YouTube where yes. you have got a series. How many videos have you got up there now?
2: Uh
1: Maybe a little over 250, 260, somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> and how long are they about? Uh, I try and keep them all between 5 and 10 minutes. You mm-hmm. know, I try and go to 8 and 10. Some go as long as 15. I try not to because I know when I see a video, 30 minutes long. Like, but I'll watch three that are 10 minutes long. So. Mm, and awesome. also, if you're looking for a specific uh, topic in there or something specifically, you can go right there within the 5, 10 minutes. And instead of scrolling through that half an hour and looking for that specific What is your background? Uh, I used to be in computers. I did those mainframe screens, those green screens. And it it was great work until right after that Y2K thing. And then Mm. uh, it it was tough to get a job in JavaScript there. I I took some classes in Java, JavaScript, and Uh no one wanted to hire me because I had no experience. So I thought I'll take another job to pay the bills and uh, hire myself and make this website. That's really wonderful. So, so you've been doing this website since, what, two, uh, uh, th- 2000? Yeah, my, uh, well, my first video out there is 2011, but I started oh, yeah. uh, around 2005, 2006, oh, okay. somewhere okay. in there.
0: So you started with... Uh, but then
1: things changed, like I, I was saying, you. and yeah, yeah, so it kind of evolved.
0: But... So what kind of feedback have you gotten from people about uh, <laughs> the, the...
1: Yeah, I've got- gotten... Great feedback. In fact, that's really what keeps me going on the site because Good it's back. not a financial powerhouse or anything.
3: <laughs> but the, the, the feedback of people love it sounds like
1: from all over the world, I get so we, it from. And we like, know that.
3: We know how that works.
1: <laughs> you said from all over the world? Yeah, South Africa, Australia, um, people it. that don't even speak the language because I put subtitles on there on my videos. Oh. So they can put on the subtitles and it translates it and they can get a version of their language. It, it's not a perfect translation, but with my video, watching and reading the words they can get from the translation, they can pick that up. So
0: Okay, now looking at your, uh, at your website, the mm-hmm. com. you've got on your homepage here, you've got um, uh, free software that's out there, yeah. and then uh, free tips, and for instance, organizing your files, backing up your computer. Pal- Cal, I know that's a passion for you. Oh, yeah, and, without a doubt. Uh, file backup and system partition, and then encrypting files on your computer and portable apps. Uh, talk a little bit about each one of those and, and the kind of things that are available when people click into that.
1: Okay. The, the organizing is just different ideas on how to organize your, your computer, uh, things like your, you want your file names, and then how you want uh, to organize your files underneath. How uh, Microsoft used to do would say put everything in your Word file, everything in your Excel file, but it's better to organize them by topic. Or, I got you. Okay.
0: Uh, Good. That's great. And suggestions for ordering the stuff that's in your computer. So you just don't have a bunch of. I think I'm thinking of some people I know who have those, uh, those okay. screens that have icons all over them, the documents <laughs> that are all over their oh, yeah. home screens. You know, and it's strange. I mean, um,
4: we used to suggest to people that they organize all their data and put them into folders and then subfolders. But it seems now that we're now tablet-based orientation. It seems to be doing just the opposite.
0: Mm. You know, much more of it is on the on the on a screen. You mean?
4: Yeah, much more of it is like all in a singular folder, or is more oh. app-dependent. De- or, 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 I'm sorry,
1: app-dependent. So you'd launch the app. Oh, the I, got I got you. I the, the iPad Or the iPad. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. think you can even do any kind of file structure there, can you? Right. Right. You it's, know, all, it's all independent. Okay. Yeah.
4: yeah. No, you're fine. I was going to say it's all dependent on the application that you're using.
2: Yeah, all the files are tied to each individual application, so it works that way. With the exception of probably uh, the iWork uh, suite where you have uh, pages, numbers, and Keynote, and you can file them you know, whichever way you want to file them in, the, in the iCloud. Yeah, so it's going to
4: be curious to see w- which way wins as as, as tablets and, mm-hmm. and uh, become more powerful and, and more and more stuff is being stored on them. Are they going to have to come up with an, a way of organizing that information? By the What's way, it? our
0: guest in studio here is Mike Rometty, the... Uh, Frugal Computer Guy, who's one of our listeners, and he's sharing with us a site that he's created called the Frugal Computer Guy. And uh, would invite you to go to internetadvisor.net and just click off to that. Uh, we link to it on our homepage as well. Backups. Uh, do you, there's one backup system that you have in there. And I know we've talked to, uh, with Cal in particular is passionate about backups. But there's one that you have used in there on, under backups that I found kind of interesting. And I'm trying to think.
4: Was it F-Backup or Sync Backup? Or the
0: it? EASIS? I'm not sure how to pronounce that I I had not heard of that one before (laughs) The I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break let's talk a little bit more when we come back about that Mike, I also want to talk with you about um, your videos and the kind of things that people can find the kind of instructions you have out there and folks, what I think is wonderful about this is that these have been created uh, just so people who aren't really high tech can get to use some of these great free software options so Mike Thanks so much for what you're doing here. We'll be back in just a minute to continue to talk more about the Frugal Computer Guy. Welcome back to the <laughs> Advisor and to the vigorous conversations that happen between <laughs> our rakes. Delighted to have you here, Foster Brown, Gary Baker, Ed Riddell, Cal Carson, and Mike Rometty, who is with us. Mike is the Frugal Computer Guy. We're with uh, us in our studio. Mike, thank you so much, by the way, for getting in touch with us and for sharing your website with us.
1: Oh, great. And I'm glad that you're, you've, found me and brought me on the show. It's, oh, it's a I'm, thrill for me. I've been listening to you for years.
0: I'm del- What I'm delighted also is about. that not just that it's, it's to somebody out there, uh, one of our listeners, who has kind of uh, gotten the vision for helping people and helping well, them with things like this frugal computer. And,
3: you know, we've always said that... We want people to call us with questions. We also want people to call us with answers. Yes. <laughs> and yes. so this is a you way for Mike to co- not only call, but actually come in and help well, and, you know, answers.
4: And, and Mike's discovered what we've all discovered a long time ago is that when, when you're approaching something, you learn a lot more when you teach other people.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know? and, and
4: in preparing the videos, you realize, you know, you have to provide this much information. So kudos for you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Thanks.
0: absolutely. Now, Mike, uh, just kind of quickly, again, you provide links to certain kinds of software uh, that you suggest people take a look at in order to get the best out of their computers, at free software, <laughs> and uh, that's listed on your homepage. You also have a whole bunch of video tutorials tutorials that uh, for instance are for things like you mentioned LibreOffice explain what LibreOffice
1: is okay LibreOffice is um, kind of like a free version of Microsoft Office okay it's uh, full even suite, somewhat right? compatible yeah it's got mm-hmm. uh, a presentation software it's got the spreadsheet it's got like the com- writer process, is comparable yeah. to word okay um, and normal when I'm working Trinity right uh, what's
2: that the normal Trinity
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, of course yeah <laughs> and it also has this one called uh, Base, which is similar oh, to Access. That's yeah, right. the tutorial data- series I'm working on right now. Oh, okay. The database. Yes. And uh, it was interesting. A couple of weeks ago, you were speaking to someone about uh, recommending a, a database and the Microsoft one. And I was thinking, you, you could use... Uh, uh, the libre Lib- office base and put it into the mysql which is free but it, depending on what he didn't really specify yeah. how big of a database he was working well, with or yeah, if it was for really his cool. office yeah, yeah, or
4: you know and I remember that call the gentleman yeah. basically had some very elaborate excel spreadsheets that's right that's right and that as we we said maybe you've graduated to the point where you need to do a database and uh and i think we left it there <laughs> and one of the things
0: i found kind of interesting here at cal just a second was uh, under links mike uh i see that you've got a link to uh ed's toolkit <laughs> yes know, i yeah. love that it says use free tools for windows only and it's the internet advisor toolkit page i like that yeah I well, had to we put need for... to do the opposite yes. we need to link back to some of your videos <laughs> now from
1: there <laughs> yes great I, I just put in windows only because about 40 percent of my viewers are uh linux users there so
0: and i want to talk about that in just a second um you will have all sorts of different kind of things about encryption, photo editing, folks. So there's a lot of stuff in here, and I don't want to go into it completely, but I would like to invite you folks out there to explore the thefrugalcomputerguy.com. Again, go to internetadvisor.net, and you can get to Mike's page. Now, Mike, what I want you to do, because Ed's in here, as a matter of fact, Ed brought in a laptop, an older laptop that was running XP. Mm-hmm. And, Ed, one of the things we had talked about was uh, the questions we're getting from people are, oh, what do I do with an older machine uh, that is running Windows XP. Uh, I don't want to put it on the internet. I don't want to put it at risk, you know, for you know not being patched, et cetera. Mm-hmm. What can I do with that? And one of the things that people have said is, why not put Linux on it? Well, yeah, they could, and 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 that's
4: ideal. But a lot of people, at this point, they're going to invest in another computer. Right, right, and and what, and then they should probably use the utilities that Microsoft provides to transfer their files and settings Absolutely. from one computer to another, but then what do you do with this other computer that's you know you've, you've had a strained relationship with for many years <laughs> and, and, and now you want to abandon Windows XP because you realize it's not safe, and what I stumbled across last Christmas, I mean, I, I've done Puppy Linux and I've done a few others, but I ran across Mint and mike and, and and so apparently you also are using mint i have a uh, dual boot machine right here did you put dual boot or did you make that all just I, linux i did only? dual boot until last week i had windows 8 and um and, and linux uh mint on there until i had to sacrifice my hard drive and give it to someone that's lap laptop, their hard drive crashed. And, oh, I got you. Okay. You know, my wife brings home these computers for friends.
2: These and... <laughs> poor puppy dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, like a, kind of like an animal rescue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, and that sounds like a great idea for us bit heads, but, you know, we've got people who are saying, oh, I'm leaving XP and i got to go to Windows 8 and I don't even know about Windows 8 and what to do about it. So, how does the transition to Mint Linux is or, yeah, or Linux version, yeah. any easier for them than from them going from XP to Windows Eight?
4: Good question. Well, the first thing I saw, I thought of is, okay, they're going to make the transition to another, a newer computer because I didn't want to get into the whole thing of, you know, before you sacrifice um, your old computer, mm-hmm. you, you're going to have to get rid of all your data. How are you going to back that off? You know, get a newer computer, first yep. of all. You get, know, that, Windows 7, get that Windows taken 8, care of. Okay. Make sure everything's stable. Okay. And I found Windows or uh, Linux Mint to be the most Windows like
1: environment and the simplest to use. Could you,
0: uh, just explain, uh, like, I guess, explain what go ahead. I was what? going to mention,
1: you're probably going to be learning a new operating system anyway when you buy your new one if you're using Windows XP. Yes. You're yes. going to be going to Windows 8 or uh, Windows 7, maybe, but probably Windows 8. Yeah. Yeah, so right. it, that's probably a bigger change than going to Linux Mint. Oh, that's an excellent
4: point, Mike. And, and it has like a start button. It has the shutdown capability. It doesn't have a control panel, but it has system settings, which allows you to add your printers. It has it's plug-and-play operating system. You'll be using applications so, like Firefox, which you may already be used to. Okay. so Attaching it to the wireless so like network it, is the same. I mean, <laughs> the locations of everything appear to be the same as a Windows XP environment.
3: So Linux has always been tough. For people to get on and use because they there aren't the drivers and there aren't the connections always to some of the peripherals. And Yeah, that that's why Linux true? Mint
1: 13 is really good because it has all those built in. You don't have to do the download the drivers. It automatically downloads them for you. They, yep. they did a great job with this. The only thing I'd comment on that is when you go to the download page, you're going to say which... Which one do I download? You have to know it's 32-bit, 64-bit. Okay. And then there's a, a European version and there's one that says for US because some of the things in the European version are not allowed to be run on a okay. computer here okay. in the US. So
2: yeah. Now I got the magic question. I'm going to throw this to Ed. <laughs> Does Mint work with that touchscreen? I I'm not at that point. I'm time talking about older computers. Okay. I was But you
1: w- you could probably well, load it up know. in there and just try it out and uh well, because
3: do we know? We could probably find out online. Yeah. Somebody must have tried it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it
0: does,
3: B- but
1: I,
0: I don't know. Step back sure. a bit. Where do you get Linux Mint? Now, folks, Mint is a version of Linux. So yeah. where would you get it? Where do you go to get it?
1: Uh, you'd probably just Google Linux Mint, download. Okay. There'll be a page there. Cost anything? Free. If you yeah. want to make a donation, yeah. just like on okay. my page, you can make a donation, so it's but o- it's all free. It's, so it's open, open source. source. Yeah. right? Yeah, it right, is exactly. open source.
4: And... And like I said, there's a lot of work done in the background to make the installation of it very simple. Uh, I was able to use a 2-gigabyte or a 4-gigabyte USB flash drive, and I downloaded the, the single version of Mint, either 32-bit or 64-US version. Then I downloaded a utility that allowed me to then copy that or burn that or, or, or prepare a USB flash drive for it. Mm. And then I booted up my computer. It came up and uh, booted up off the virtual um usb drive and and so i could test it out without sacrificing my existing computer it boots up like a um uh you know like uh, i'm trying. what's what's the term um i'm looking for uh, uh, like a virtual yeah yeah it just uh, it, it loads boots up it, like a
1: live cd
0: oh, okay yeah. okay okay like a bootable cd like a bootable cd okay. and you
1: did it from a flash drive though right i did now did you have to change your bios or is it a windows 8 you've got it do that yes. UF, UEIF or Well, like UEFI. I said, I'm using older using computers. are using old equipment. Okay. Yeah.
4: So using my older computers, a lot of them are already configured to boot off the CD-ROM or the flash drive. Many people would, would know that if you want to boot to an alternate device, like on Dell's, you tap F12. Yeah. And on HP's, you you tap F9. On Gateways, you tap F2. You know, it just goes yeah, on and on, and on and on. Tell it on. to boot from your flash
2: drive. Yeah, <laughs> so you're in you know, like
0: a Cheshire cat. You got something up your sleeve. Well, no,
2: I, I just thought about <laughs> something. Let's... We could have a a, a thon to see who could actually get paid when it's all said and done. We could take the frugal computer guy, Rick Broida, and uh, And, tinfoil hat guy, Tom 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 Dyroff, put them all together, give them one month, and see who could come up with the cheapest, most Windows-like operating system for the lowest possible price. So, you know, maybe.
3: (laughs) So, I just went to... The Linux Mint.com, their community, so it's community.linuxmint.com, mm-hmm. and it says the Achilles heel for Mint is that it doesn't uh, support touchscreen. Oh, it and does not. If though. you yeah. want something that does, and they talk about Linux Mint might, might be stuck in the old paradigm, but go to Cinnamon. So apparently that's the new flavor.
4: And that's the version
3: I, I've installed you is have, the
4: Cinnamon
2: oh,
3: version of the 32-bit. Yeah, now that, but, that's but, going and, to and, be and the
1: desktop. You've got Cinnamon and Mate. They're they're really similar looking, but Cinnamon's a little more full-featured. So if you've got an older machine, Cinnamon might not run on there. Uh, Linux is, is like three or four different layers. You've got the kernel. Oh, I hear the music. Maybe we want to come back. Yeah, no,
0: that's right. We're gonna get. We're gonna do a little more with this in just a yeah. little bit, folks. You have just listened to a geek explosion uh-huh. <laughs> on the Internet Advisor. But what's fun about this is that this exploring Linux is the kind of thing that people have been asking us about uh, through emails, etc., about what to do with these older machines. So we're gonna continue following this. Mike, thanks so much for being with us Mike Micromedia. We'll be back in just a minute with Mike Brennan and MITech News.